I want to thank everybody for listening in for the first ever podcast for Growler Garage. Uh, we've got our first guest here, Sean B. Uh, we're going to be talking about racing. He's all the way over here from the UK. We're going to be talking about karting. We're going to be talking a little bit about beer. We're going to be having a little bit of beer. We're just going to be shooting the shit for the next hour. Um, like I said, I want to thank everybody for joining us for the first episode. Uh, we're really excited about this one. Of course, um, you may have seen Whiskey Babble. That's kind of our sister podcast uh, with Jake over there. Uh, I was lucky enough to be a guest on that. And once that happened, I kind of got the podcast bug. And here we are talking about two things that are my favorite things in life, cars and beer. But the most important thing on this show, never at the same time. It's really important. Absolutely. That's uh, the voice of our producer, Matt, who you may recognize from Whiskey Babble. Hey, everybody. So uh, we'll kind of jump right into it. We're just going to go have some fun with, uh, with Sean. Sean, how are you feeling today? Feeling a little bit hungover. Had, had a bit of a pretty rough night. I've been pushing America hard, but uh, I, I tell you what, this country, absolutely love it. No, I cannot wait to live out here. It's going to be so good. <laughs> yeah, you've All been saying, you've been coming out here for the Grand Nationals for, uh, we'll, we'll explain what Grand Nationals is in a second, for a few years now. So this is what, your fourth time out in yeah, the States? Yeah, fourth time. It's the first time I've actually done, because in, in the previous three years, I've come out and I've just done that. And then I've thought, I've got to the end of the competition and it's like, I want to keep going. And then my flight's in three hours. So yeah, yeah, this year we went down to Vegas, experienced Vegas, which was unreal. Yeah, first time, right? First time Vegas. It was unreal believable do you and have any stories you can share with us or is probably that not this uh the commercials for, aren't real uh, they don't have to stay <laughs> oh no there's no rules on this <laughs> oh no well one of them somehow came away with what we're going to assume might be end up being a a uh, nice lady friend of his so oh, I'll, I'll put it like that i thought that was going a different direction <laughs> he ends up leaving with can go a lot of some weird bumps on him and no, well, he he did walk into a few walls. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> the different kind he, of. He, I'm I'm going to keep him nameless to uh, yeah, save it, but uh, we'll call him uh, we'll call him A. And he decided that uh, he got very drunk one night, was trying everything, all this stuff, and got drunk one night, ended up uh, crashing out on the bed, just face planted the bed. Then decided that he slept there. That was it. His hotel was another 10, 15 minutes down the road. <laughs> didn't want to leave, so got up, went to go get a coke. There was no coke picked up the empty box through an absolute strop just smashed it down on the ground as he was going back to his hotel he got up into the uh, got up into the elevator as the doors were opening he just sort of started leaning on the elevator leaning on the elevator went straight through sort of bashed it twisted round <laughs> face planted the back of the door on the other side as he went out the, the second character we'll call him B um, <laughs> he was fa he, the, the, uh, A was leaning his head just against the uh, against the elevator doors they got to the floor started opening and I don't know what B was thinking. B grabbed him back, but you could just imagine seeing him just going. It's like a tree, just wow. straight down. Straight down. <laughs> so timber. that kind of answers my next question is, was Vegas everything you expected? I'm going to assume, yeah. There's literally been, and obviously it's a jinx. I've got about 24 hours left before I have to head back, but there's literally been nothing that's gone even slightly wrong. Rough oh, competition, wow. yeah, that's but awesome. everything's gone absolutely perfect. That's really good. And obviously, that's the biggest jinx in the world, so... Yeah, you still got one more night here Yeah, tonight, tonight's going to be... I don't know, I'm probably going to get lost. I mean, yeah, last night, I went out with a couple of friends, and uh, one was ill, one was looking after the other, walked outside. I still had one of their phones, because I can't text anyone on my phone, yeah. so I had one of their phones. I was looking around, going, three, three o'clock in the morning. Where is everyone? <laughs> Half an hour later, <laughs> they've actually gone in Uber and left me here. <laughs> The, the only place the only, I, I had no idea what their address was no it, it, it turned out they were behind it at a, like behind the, the thing oh, at a dumpster okay. they were having a laugh reason. as you'd say no, no no they were just oh, completely no. oblivious to where they were they thought they were outside the front door they oh were they God. were they were worse gone than me 
But all I but all I knew, I got to the stage where all I was thinking was, how do I get back? So I knew that one friend lived in Lake Forest and the other friend lived in something Viejo. And that's all the address something I had. Viejo. So I'm going to go into this Uber car, go, can I go to something Viejo? Can you name everything that sort of has Viejo in it? <laughs> Michelin or We're in California. And those of you who are living in Orange County, it's Aliso Viejo. Or Mission Viejo. Oh, the true. No, yeah. That's the one. No, oh, it was Mission Viejo. Viejo. Okay. Exactly. Oh. So basically, I would have gone to fucking Aliso first. And yeah, then. that's where I would have taken you. Right. And yeah. And then sort of gone. Right. No, no. No. <laughs> every every no, house. Every, door, every house. I, I get to about 7 a.m. I had the phone. I started texting people. So I, I texted your wife to try to figure out, could you someone tell me the right address? Oh and then all God. of a sudden they came around the corner stumbling and I've never been both as angry and as, uh, and as oh, happy so to see was, them at the same time. That was time. you who texted her last night. That wasn't that was Ashley. Me. No, that oh, was me. That answered a lot of questions. I had <laughs> no idea what the hell was happening. I, was, I, I got to the point where I was about to go, Shh, I'm done. That's amazing. I'm going to die out here. Oh, that's amazing. Let's rewind for a second, though, and, and kind of talk about why you're here, which is uh, what we call the Sport Kart Grand Nationals, uh, which is a go-kart race. that's um, a national championship in, in the U.S., but yet we get people from uh, around the world, which is weird because it almost makes it a world championship, but not official. So you brought uh, came along with the, the biggest group of drivers from the U.K. ever. You were kind of the first one to come out here and do it. For the first year, it was just you. And now we had, what, six drivers this year? Seven. Seven, seven, drivers. seven drivers, right. I mean, that's... Um, for just some little track in Southern California. Um, seemed like everybody had a good time. This is your fourth fourth year doing it, right? So, um, I mean, tell us a little bit about how you found it, how you ended up in the U.S. here. Well, I'd had no experience. I mean, I didn't start racing until 2011. I've only been racing four years. That's it. Um, my first year was actually when I came out to CalSpeed. That's my first year I'd ever been racing before. Wow. Um, so I actually started quite late, but I seemed to catch on quick. Uh, yeah, so I entered the comp. I saw. I posted. I uh, did, I did a test in a Rotax, and then I posted a picture. I was already happy with it. Then some weird guy called Bradley Philpott decided to add me on Facebook, going, "You, uh, you look. Like you do karting. Would you like to join my competition? I'm starting up." So that happened. Uh, BRKC. Um, I finished first year. Oh no, sorry, it was the second year I came out to CalSpeed. First year finished sixth. Second year finished second, and then I got a prize um, for the SKGN in CalSpeed. So I looked at it, thought. Oh, that's interesting. All right, so I had about a month to prepare. We did a late trip for a month. Me and my dad came out. My dad helped me down a lot, um, which is where we got uh, the Briars Racing sort of started, but it didn't really hit until... <laughs> Go on. There's something wrong with you, which didn't really hit until... Um, I heard dog bark. I thought it was a dog running other people. <laughs> Yeah, until we had other people. So we got going with that, came out here, had a great time first year. Then I thought, right, so I'm going to do it again next year. So I started talking to my friend Weddle, and we, and in the space of between when I started talking to him, saying I'm going to do this competition, you should come along. At at, uh, at 10 p.m. and 10:30 p.m., we'd managed to book into the next round. <laughs> that- it literally took half an hour for us to go. Right, that's it. We're booking in. You spent. You basically spent several thousand dollars. I spent of several thousand dollars in half an hour. hour. Wow. Yeah. Of somebody else's It money. was the biggest impulse purchase I've ever done. And from then, it sort of fledged. We had Amwar come out, and then the next year, Amwar couldn't make it. We had Ed White come out, and this year, we had two squads, six drivers, and my brother came out as well. Yeah, that, that was the thing, is and everybody re- did well, which is saying something. You know, the Americans have a home track advantage of this, and if uh, anybody's kind of curious what this is like, you mentioned Rotax is kind of a higher-end two-stroke car, fast 
you know really fast competition cart these carts are a little bit different they're what's called sport carts and it's um it's everybody thinks of a go-kart they either think of one or two things right they think of like family fun center like concession where you don't have to have a helmet and it's just like you're going four miles an hour or they think of the other end which is like shifter carts and like the whole nine like where all the f1 drivers started um, and they're missing out that section in the middle. middle is kind of where where you're at uh, as well as a lot of other folks which is kind of you're doing it for fun it's still every bit as competitive but it's it's a little a little bit different right yeah there's this it's other than the domestic, I mean, I, I came to the thing and you go indoor karting and then you go, this is a bit quicker outdoor karting and all that. But <clears throat> they miss out, and what I missed as well until I got the price of cow speed was that there's, an international stage, other countries do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's international competitions in just about every sport and they suddenly do this and I thought, well, so I started looking around and I um, qualified to compete in the European Championships, 15 countries, two drivers, a senior and a junior, competed in that with a guy called Sam Spinell, um, did really well. And then we started evolving, and now I'm just looking at the world championships and looking at everything. And yep. literally, yeah, it's not the quickest in the world. Yeah, it's not Rotax, but if you are anywhere on racing, it, you get seriously competitive. And the group of guys you go around with, group of guys and girls, some mega quick racing racing girls, I'll tell you that, mm-hmm. um, it's it's fantastic. And it, you know, this whole I've been caught up in it for so long that I feel like I've been doing it for over a decade, where in fact it's been four years. Yeah, and whereas I have been doing it over a decade, it feels like I've been doing it for thirty years. <laughs> you know, um, but let's let's switch gears away from karting. I mean, we could talk about you and I could talk about karting for Ever. hours. Ever. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ask you some stuff because I want to know kind of what the car culture is like in in the UK. And I know you're more into racing than cars in general yeah my, my car knowledge is fairly limited that's all right i just want to know what it's like over there in the uk here there's there's the muscle car scene which is like what i'm more a part of is the old american v8 cars and then there's the there's the british car scene which the producer matt is kind of he's got an mg midget sure do <laughs> for some reason uh, and then there's there's the imports and the tuners and all that kind of stuff there's all kinds of stuff in the u.s but uh what kind of car do you drive on a daily like what's your daily driver i have a volkswagen 2003 golf 1.6 oh, cool. is that um, gas or diesel Yes. Oh, well, that was going to be interesting. I was going <laughs> to cheer us into the diesel debate because you guys, diesel for you guys is like what most people drive, isn't it? Or a lot of people anyways, right? Well, Guess. that's it. I don't really think so. I mean, there's no. more emphasis on the petrol. We have more pumps for the petrol, less pumps for the diesel. I mean, from what I've seen and all the cars that my parents and family and friends have got, one diesel in the 30 cars that oh. I'm referring to. So that's kind of overblown. Everybody here thinks everybody in Europe and the UK oh, yeah, drives so diesel. Oh. We, all, we all prefer, oh. well, I say we all, I mean, depends. But yeah, a, a lot of us prefer the petrol cars. I know some people do, some people prefer the diesel. Um, I think it helps with uh, MPG and all that. But um, no, I think it's, I, I, I was kind of surprised when I came out here and everyone was like, oh, you guys all drive diesel. No. Oh, it, that's, hmm. we uncovered something today. This is a scientific show. <laughs> Uh, learned something today. We did. We that's, learned a lot. That's, that's, what, that's what we're calling science in this, is it? Yes. Yeah. We, uh, yes. cool. we have a scientific Just group so of I can one. Get on the level. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I know that there's there's not as much, I don't think, modifying of cars or, or tuning of cars or anything over there. But uh, I know that when we were at it, I was out at dinner with one of your, a couple of your teammates earlier in the week and they saw a Lamborghini drive by that they all stopped in their tracks. And it was like that. They, they they'd never seen a Lamborghini. One thing before. I found when I've come here is that American cars. If, we, if we're going to put this on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. if you give a British car a solid six, I give the American car a seven and a half, eight. Mm-hmm. Just on average, just it's it's more impressive. You go to England and there are cars there, great. I mean, you know, and don't get me wrong, there there are occasional mega cars, the Astons, the Bentleys, sure, all yeah. that stuff. I look at those and I will stop dead in my tracks. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, and especially if you are sort of anywhere into cars or you have any respect for a car, you will stop still 
wait till it passes like a slow moving movie when this hot right. girl walks into a party and everyone just goes same thing basically whoa <laughs> and then you get on with your life once it's passed by right but um no uh thing i i mean the the, the lorries Mm-hmm. The lorries, you guys, the lorries, yeah, whatever. The big things going on road. Semi truck is what he means. An eighteen wheeler. Okay, that yeah, thing. There you go. Right. He calls it a lorry. Unbelievable. Right. Uh, yeah. Who's the, this the, lorry everybody's <laughs> talking about? Here she's hot. The truck. Let's just say the truck. The big the old trucks. truck over there with the smoky. Your trucks are very impressive. They're all sleek. I've seen yeah. the uh, the, the uh, garage the, where they sell them and just lined up, and I'd look go by and I'm thinking that is incredible. Not only are our trucks slightly smaller, but they sort of look like the retired grandfathers of your trucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good way of looking at it. And then you saw the even like the like the top tier, like the IndyCar teams that were at uh, Auto Auto Club Speedway where we were last weekend. I don't know if you had a chance to see any of those, but those are like the f- big Featherlight trailers. Matt, you've seen them. Oh yeah, I was polished m- to the max and just pristine. I was more impressed by the trucks and the actual cars they brought. It's not. I'd have preferred to have seen the trucks go around that track. That would have been cool. That'd have been awesome. I'd pay to see. They that. should do that. There's a race actually this weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway where it's just the front. Ha- they're not towing a trailer, obviously, but they're racing. You know, just the cab. The, the cab, and I know that in Brazil <laughs> they do that, but it's like they put that body on like a tube chassis. These are like Freightliners going around the mile and a half oval in Charlotte. I've That's seen the, have, have, you, uh, have you actually seen the lorry racing? I've yeah. seen some. I don't know where they do it, but I just turned onto Motors TV. And you guys we said, do actually. Yeah, you have Motors yeah. TV. I turned onto that, and it was truck racing. I sat again. Okay, they do it in Brazil. Okay, I okay. And I looked at it, and then I was like, "Holy, that right. is." That is looking awesome. I want to right. do that. Right, right. And all these guys, I mean, you understand how heavy it is to move a truck. And all these guys are just flicking it around corners. They're lobbing a truck into a drift. Yeah, and I'm right. sat there going, how? Right. Just teach me now. I want to do this. They're doing like an eight tire burnout on the rear, just going around the corner. And you're like, what? Yeah, that's, I, I would love, let's start a, a, a lorry racing team. We should. We, we should, should do we'll that. We'll call it lorry racing. Yep. Does that work? Can we, I, all right I yeah, think let's do yes. it we gotta, right. find, we gotta find a lorry though <laughs> like a person named lorry all right yeah and then there'll be the the head mechanic if you mm-hmm. will yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh i hear that that's uh how you pick up on ladies as you tell them that you're the race car driver and that somebody else is your head mechanic oh uh, you heard that did you <laughs> yeah in vegas i hear that happened once it worked go on oh it worked, it worked. <laughs> you worked is there more you can elaborate or is it kind of just no a- it's nothing i really want to elaborate okay, on fair enough. people but i'll tell you what that line Try it. Just just try it. Huh. We can't, but we'll take your word for it. <laughs> Neither of you two can. No, we no. can't. I was looking more at the camera. Oh. It's well, a good line. That's good, adva- <laughs> a good yep. advice for those at home. Because that's the nice thing is that there's, if anybody's like, you don't look like a race car driver, well, no matter what the answer is, it could be, well, if you're too fat, I race NASCAR. Or if, like, you're too small, be like, I race Formula One. You know? There, you know, there's no race car driver build. I was so. going through my head thinking, I wonder just how stupid they can be that I'll go up to them and go, I'm Jensen Button. <sighs> I wonder uh, if I could pull could, that off. You could get away with it. Oh, yeah, because they'd be absolutely. like, you're who? Who's that? Who's who's Jensen? But you got what on your buttons? <laughs> it's real life. Like, I could probably go to the UK and say I'm Tony Stewart, and I don't think anybody would know the difference. Like, oh. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. If you would have introduced yourself to me as Jensen Button, I would have said, oh, okay. Hey, really? Nice to meet you. <laughs> no, I'm the only person who watches Formula One in, in this country. Like, pretty much it's me and then the commentators. But we even gave you a, a whole... F1 race. Yeah, we'll see how that went last time with Indianapolis when six cars started that one time and the, all the rednecks rioted. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> happened. Well, I mean, Indianapolis really? isn't really rednecks, <laughs> but 
you know, close enough. Same people that'll still vote for Donald Trump. That's right. Uh, just, just make him run on the track. Feel him can get cuts up in one hour. So we're good. Hey, there it is. This is Solution. going downhill really, really quickly. Yeah, this this conversation <laughs> deteriorated somewhat. Uh, you mentioned you want to move to the U- into the U.S. in a few years. What's uh, what's your ideal car? Like a reasonable car. Obviously, everybody could say like, oh, I want to get a Pagani. I want to get a Mercedes. This side of the other thing. What's what are you looking at? Like, yeah, I could probably afford that when I move here. TA's Miata. A Miata. Yes. TA's Miata. TA, specifically TA's Miata. TA's Miata is so That's his head beaten mechanic. up. And, well, yeah. The things I, I mean, I have issues getting out of the car. Uh-huh. I'm, what, I'm, what, six foot? I have, an, I have issues getting out of that car. You should get an MG Midget. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Miata's think, a, you, better in every you way. You think a Miata's small? You should get an MG Midget. The I don't think I can get the MG Midget. <laughs> the glorious thing about the uh, the Miata, specifically this Miata, is that it's slammed so far to the ground that you don't know how he gets over anything. And, like, it's it's got these just bitching old racing seats in it that are just wore out, but they still, like, hold you in. And, like, you're just in this. you like, you put this car on. You don't get in it. You're, like, wearing this car when you put it on. It's That's, that's awesome. That's Miata's. Good but that's Miata's. One specifically. But, um... So that's that's the one you want to drive a Miata every day. You're gonna be a big time lawyer and you move here and you're gonna and you're gonna drive a Miata. Yeah, well I like to be different. It's it's boring when everyone's the same. That's real life. Hmm. <laughs> All right. I think we could drink to that. Yeah, I drink to that. Cheers. Yeah. Nice again. Quality. That'll be good on the audio only version of this. Uh, I, I'm trying to develop a like a catchphrase whenever I take a uh, drink of beer so people know what I'm doing. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin will be like a swig of Red Bull for the working man. So I can't say that because he's like basically toasting everybody who's out he found that work. online on this he'd come over to your house well i'm not stealing it you. <laughs> i'm afraid of him that's why i'm saying i need to think of something different to say everyone should be afraid of that man. so let's keep that in mind matt if you could think of if i say something that sounds like it'll be a good catchphrase over the next right. couple seasons of this i'll keep my ears open are there seasons of podcasts or does it just keep going really. right it just it's just perpetual i know i did my research you ready for some trivia sean some trivia yeah we're gonna have uh, i'm gonna introduce this This is what we're gonna call zero to 60 so you're gonna have 60 seconds to answer as much as 10 trivia questions you can pass but if you pass you can't go back to it we're eventually gonna have a scoreboard we don't have one yet because we don't have anybody to put on it so it's gonna be you'll be the first one up there i'll be leading just like the top just like the uh the top gear scoreboard just like the power lap okay i like that what's what's the uh category we're having here then for you have you have a special british um trivia it's going to be a mixture of racing questions and uh car questions and beer questions you're not supposed to get all of them they're a mixture of easy i don't and hard. think i'll get any of them well, i'm hitting the bottom of that board let's i don't go think for i one. deserve to be at the top with one let's go with one so well, regardless of where one. you do land you will be on both the top and the bottom of the board simultaneously mm. and then come episode two i won't be anywhere but the bottom of the board <laughs> We'll get our timer going there. Holy moly, Look it works. Cool oh, nice. We've been struggling with this Chromecast all day. It'll stop probably when we get to four seconds. That's good. <laughs> we're going to go for some time. Unless it hits a 60. That's, that's all in the... It's all right. My phone won't stop. That's all in the fine print, my friend. you got to read the fine print. I, got, I, oh, I make fa- the fine print. There's, there's a Facebook lawyer. Yeah, there is. Now get out of here. Oh, God. This is not a high... What's my dad commenting on? The this is not a high budget show. So there is even a NASCAR question in here. So, good luck with that. It's a vintage NASCAR question. That's as much as I'm giving you. But are you ready for 0 to 60? Unless it's Talladega Nights, I'm not getting a NASCAR You're- question. But let's go. Come on. All right. You ready, Matt? Let's do it. All right. I got the timer. Once I start it, I'm going to start reading it. You ready? You can skip. And if you skip, you can't go back to it. So, it's 10 questions. Here we go. What brewery sells Arrogant Bastard? Pause. That's Stone Brewery. Bobby Isaac was NASCAR champion in what year? They get easier. This, let's just take an absolute guess. 95? No, 1970. Which British car company created the original Cobra? AC. 
It's all right. We're gonna get you'll get this next one. Yeah, nobody has. Uh, who's the winningest British F1 driver of all time? The winningest British F1. Who's won the most F1 there we go. of British? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's English and one, one of the most world championships or races. Races. Is it Hamilton? It is. It's Hamilton. One. What is the current <laughs> most sold beer in the UK? Foster's. Carling. Really? Which luxury car manufacturer is the most br recent British make to win at Le Mans? Ten seconds. Don't know. What American founding father has claimed to have said, beer is proof that God loves us? <laughs> this is an unsuccessful... You got one, but got one. the fun thing is, is that that question is right there. Right, right on the back of your glass. It's right there on your glass. Damn, I should have read that. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually uh, um, those were harder than I I think that they're easy for me and that's the problem that I'm going to have here is I'm writing these for me but yeah. yay one so we got Lewis Hamilton so yeah, that's I, got, it, I got the only British uh, area question I would have said Nigel Mansell if somebody asked me that question because I oh, forgot no. that Lewis no, yeah, had yeah, done it recently Mansell. so we got one on the board so that's right on. you're at the top new leader let's give it up Sean B new leader that's on the 060 the most condescending applause I've ever <laughs> received you're leading it's Yay, Brody. <laughs> the other questions were, um, these are just for fun. Which beer company invented the six-pack? These are just for fun. So you can still guess it. Which like, beer company? Yeah, like the six-pack, like you, a six-pack of cans. Like, what which company was the first one to package them in a six-pack? Oh, Heineken? No, Pabst. Pabst, yeah, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Back before they were Blue we Ribbon. That PBR. I'm not even sure we have that. Oh, probably well, not. It won a Blue Ribbon, so. Uh, who was the first British driver to win the Indy 500? He was a farmer. I don't know if that helps. Not at all. I've, I know the only guys I know of mm, modern stuff. Yeah, Weldon and that. Oh, Jim Clark. Oh, uh, I do know him. To be fair, I didn't realize he did it. <laughs> uh, and the best-selling car of all time in the UK. What is that? The best-selling car. Yeah. So there's more of these driving around the roads of the UK than any other car. Oh well, I, I don't know shocked. about recently, but it's all time. It's ever. It's ever. Oh, yeah. The most common car I'm seeing around is the Mini. No, oh, it's Ford Fiesta shockingly no yeah that makes a lot of sense my it's, granddad would just go from ford fiesta to ford fiesta so it's all your granddad who did this yeah yeah my <laughs> grandfather's <laughs> you, messed up our country and made your grandfather is solely responsible for that statistic because i i would have thought it would be like a Vauxhall <laughs> or something which is pretty much a chevy uh or or something like a mini or or something like that I, when i saw fiesta i was like what and i double checked it fiesta is a very common car yeah. it's, it's not so common now not many people are buying the fiestas now i mean they're all going towards most common Ford car being sold now, I think it's the Focus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they all used to buy Fiestas. It was a very old car. It was also, it was very cheap to make. And when you got parts, so I think this main sale came post-war when it was sort of cheap to make. And people had a lot of money, um, did all that. And then it just became there. And then people liked it. And now it's sort of shifting. You know, the, I mean, the dynamics of cars, they shift from yeah. decade to decade. I saw back in the 90s, a lot of Mondeos. I don't think I've seen one in five years. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, it just it just it just changes. Yeah, and I know that the Fiesta was sold kind of you know there's the current Fiesta that was brought back in the US mm -hmm. a few years ago, which is the cool looking hatchback, you know, little thing. But before that, it hadn't been sold in the US since the early 90s. Yep. You know, the Fiesta name was laughed at in the US when it came back cuz we were like Fiesta, dumb name. That like the Festiva. <laughs> uh but so but it's been in the UK like nonstop for the last while, hasn't it? They never really stopped selling that car, right? That name No, no, yeah. That is selling it all the way. But yet the Focus has only been out for about, what, 15 years now? And it's almost caught up to the Fiesta. Oh, mm, yeah, yeah. The Focus is massive. And you have the, uh, on top of that, there wasn't, a, you know, when it gets to racing, me, Paul, me, uh, more people want racing. Mm -hmm. And uh, without going too much into detail, a bit, Top Gear. Top Gear yeah. is a big, 
big influence well, on a lot of Brits buying cars. Oh, I'm sure. Has been all the way through. How popular is Top Gear in in the UK? I will, if I make plans with someone and the Top Gear comes on, I will literally tell them to go away because no it's, wow. it's Top Gear time. That's, That's crazy. impressive. I mean, I've always assumed so because it's pretty popular here, which is because nobody in the US really cares about cars anymore. No, no young kids care about cars. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Especially British shows like it shouldn't have succeeded. Everybody watches Top Gear in this yeah. country. And, and so I got to imagine there it's like, or at least it used to well, be. Well, I think in terms of, and they've said this themselves, but in, term, in terms of an actual show on, uh, you know, criticizing cars, telling everyone what they think and all that, it's pretty crap. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the whole point is, is the dynamic and the way yeah. they present it. The, the stuff that they actually say, yeah, they know what they're doing, especially James May knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, they're all great and they do say the right stuff and they do know all their stuff and I love watching it for that. But the, uh, predominantly what does it for me when I sit down and watch Top Gear is that I love the dynamic, especially when they oh, do yeah, the specials, yeah. like the Bolivia special and that. They just sh- they, they take turns in siding with each other against one person. They'll just leave mm-hmm. each other, they'll right. push each other out. And yep. They will deliberately sink someone in their car. Right. I oh, can't, it's hilarious. I, can't remember I, what it was. I, I love think, it. I think it might have been the Bolivian special when it came down to the river and then <laughs> um, Clark was like, just do it, just do it, just do it. Well, it had to go through the stream and then all you saw was May's car just go boom whilst Clarkson was beached next to him. And then Clarkson got his car started, pulled away and drove off, leaving sort of James just there. <laughs> Yeah. They had to come back and tow him out. But yeah, that's that's what it is. I mean, in terms yeah. of an actual show of driving cars, I can't tell. If, if you told me what episode a particular car was in, couldn't tell you. You tell me what episode something happened between the guys, like they did the art exhibit uh-huh. of classical cars. Right. <laughs> I remember all that stuff. I can remember all the stuff they do, but I struggle to name the cars. Sure. Yeah. And that's partly, I why, I, that, partly why my knowledge is I mean, that's, largely limited. That's the whole point behind the show. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a comedy almost that it's just they have such great chemistry. It just happens to involve cars, which brought a lot of people in that I would have never watched the show if it was about I don't know any number washing machines I don't know half the <laughs> we were just showing washing machines exactly don't answer that it's safe for you don't answer we should, we should look into that we should make that we're gonna crawl this uh, growler washing machine yep. that doesn't roll off that the doesn't roll off the time no, that, that we'll keep working hits on it hits the ear wrong uh, you ever seen the American Top Gear no, I've only seen it when they did the crossover and then they came over. And there was a just, cross... What? There was a Wait, crossover between... Uh, I've seen the Australian one with the crossover. There was an I'm American one? I'm pretty sure there was an American one. I could be getting confused, but I'm pretty sure there was... Mm. We, I know that they did one with James doing a rally cross with Tanner, um, but I've heard that there was... I I've know, always heard I know these they've r- met rumors. I've seen them on TV. I know they've met and I've seen them on TV and it was close. It might have been in like actually watching right it, in the no. beginning of There's, um, Top Gear America. It, it probably was... In the last like year or two, because thing. I used to be a huge fan of Top Gear America, but um, I haven't followed. It, it's much. just no, it's not watched till yeah. that. Uh, even Fifth Gear, nothing is nothing. That's right, yeah. I forgot. Fifth That's gear. the thing. It's like all those shows are good. I forgot that even they're, existed. They're good shows, and they're they they're might entertaining. Be better at, at like you know crit, uh, critiquing yeah, cars. They're than just than not Top as, Gear, but they don't have the the standard is so high that everybody. I remember when Top Gear America came out, everybody was like, "Oh, you're a bunch of jokes. Like, why do you even make this show? And you're going to ruin the original one." I'm like, "Wait a minute." It's another show about cars. Even if it's half as good, that's still pretty damn good, and we can watch both. And now, um, and now you've got uh, Carrot Top, not your Carrot Top, our Carrot there's Top. There's a different Carrot. There's, there's a, second a second one of those guys. Really I got confused because for ages, when people said Carrot Top in England, I googled tar- Carrot Top, and then it was this crazy looking dude, <laughs> mental looking dude. I think he's a comedian for you guys. Yeah, one yeah. of the biggest radio DJs in England. I think, I think it's Radio Two. I can't, I can't be sure. But in the BBC. Um, he's also called Carrot Top. He's been called Carrot Top for years, huh. 20, 20 odd years or the, something. I, that's, mind, that's completely mind blowing. Learned another. a thing today. And, and Carrot Top now hosts Top Gear. 
No. Oh, that's the, that, that's Chris Evans. Right. Chris Evans is Carrot Top. I was hoping it was going to be the Captain America Chris Evans, but it's. Dude. You heard that they the the original guys signed with uh, with Netflix. With Netflix? Netflix, yeah. 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 I've heard it's going to be called House can't, of Cars. Can't wait. I'm hearing. Oh, Jer- uh, Jeremy wanted to call it the uh, Jeremy, James, and uh, Hammond show or something like that. Just have their <laughs> names on it, just not bother with anyone. I mean, that would work. They, uh, have, they have enough power to set that stuff up and get anyone they want to back them. If Probably, you ever yeah. decide you want to watch the American Top Gear, go to season one and watch one where they go and they buy used cars. Um, there's this really entertaining, really handsome, really just amazing guy that drives a 914 from Tanner. Like, that guy's like, I would, I would have his babies. Um, I mean, he's really Got good. Got a little bit of a man crush going on there. Yeah, he's, yeah. Really, he's really something. Uh, in fact, I look at him in the mirror regularly, and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot I don't know about you, which I'm quite happy about. There's a lot people don't know about me. I'm really happy I don't know a lot about you. <laughs> Go watch that one; it's it's pretty fun. But um, where I'm going with that is that I was on that episode of Top Gear, um, and I was trying to buy a car from Tanner Faust. It was a Porsche 914 um, that they had basically put a really nice paint job on it the night before, and that's it. He bought it at like an auction, and uh, so I'm looking. I knew it was gonna be rough, right? Because I just it's, it's Top Gear. I know it's going to be rough. Even though it's even though it's American Top Gear, you know that they're doing something dumb here. So long story short, I get in this car. It's got no reverse. So they like push me back out of the thing. It's got second and third gear, and that's it. And I'm like, oh, I know how to fix this. This is a linkage problem. This isn't a transmission problem. Cause I know those cars pretty well. And I'm like playing dumb. I'm like, oh yeah, it needs a new trans. Needs a new trans. Trying to get the price down. Uh, the most scary part, and everybody that's ever seen this in like forums or anything claims that this part's fake, but I can tell you without certainty that my life was in danger. <laughs> that at one point, there's a, we're on the freeway, um, and, a, and a Camry, a Toyota Camry cuts us off and slams on the brakes. And I'm like, <gasps> so I jam on the brakes, and my face slams the steering wheel because the seat went with me. Oh, no. The seat wasn't bolted down. <laughs> oh, So wow. my face oh, slams the gosh. steering wheel, and my foot, of course, comes off the brake, and I look up, and I'm like, oh, still Camry. And I get on it, and I mean, I barely get it woed up. There's nobody <laughs> in front of this Camry. Like, he's just being a dick. Or he's trying to create, like, insurance fraud, or he saw the camera yeah, car. Yeah, he probably saw the camera crew. Probably did, yeah. so he just freaked out or whatever. So everybody that sees that, they go on the forums, like, oh, totally planned. Like, that's so fake. And I'm like, no, my, my nose is, like, almost broken. And um, that that one they uh, so we go back to the dealership and um, I was like you know what guys this thing's a pile of junk and the producer's like don't say that on camera like no like, <laughs> and, and really like I'm trying to buy this car it was legit and uh, they're like and Tanner's like you know I'll make you a good deal on it I'll sell it to you for four thousand dollars and I start laughing I'm like dude no way I got to repaint this whole thing because you painted over all the crap like he's like it's got a new paint job I said I don't care I got to sand it off and start over and uh long story short uh I offered him 400 bucks I said take it or leave it 400 dollars uh, they didn't take it because I don't have a 914 sitting in my garage um some some sucker <laughs> paid 3500 bucks for that oh, thing. I know I saw and that the dude, because he brought up these like trophy girls that sat on his lap and like playing with his hair and it's, I was like, I saw the dude earlier in the, in the day. I was talking to him and I was like, oh, dude, he was a nice guy. Just totally got just sucked into it. Maybe he just has a lot of money. I don't know. But it was, that was the most. Probably surreal. been pocket change for him. Oh, probably. He probably just wanted to be on TV. Like yeah. I knew, I know Tanner a little bit. I don't know him that well. I've raced with him a few times. He used to race at Cal Speed uh, every now and then. Um, but I, I just happened to see that go up and I went, oh. And I was the only person that found it on, on Tanner's Facebook. Everybody else found it on Craigslist. So they thought they were going to look at a, just a regular old Porsche. Right. And then there's cameras everywhere. And there's this one old dude. And he goes, no, I'm not comfortable with this. No. This thing. And he's looking at it. And he does the, uh, there's a rust test. You know, there are target top. So the roof yeah, comes right. off those. Um, so he does this test where he opens both doors. And he stands on the driver's side door sill. And then he asks somebody to try to close the passenger door. And uh, if it's a good solid car, it'll close like it should. 
This thing bounced like a rubber ball just right off of when you try to close <laughs> it. it was, the, the locks just no didn't way. line up. So it just boom and goes back off of it. That's unreal. Uh, and uh, he, he gets up, he goes, nope, rusted out and just walks away. And Tanner's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, that's unreal. And I'm seeing that, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. A real Porsche dude, like, that's like, that's a, like a trick, like a Porsche trick. So uh, anyways, go, that episode, if is it's not as good as even the worst UK Top Gear. But it's still worth spending an hour watching. It's still it's still pretty fun. And my jaw hit the floor when I was watching it. Yeah, I got a lot of texts <laughs> uh, from people that are like, "What? What? You're? Are, is that you?" And I'm wearing like a flying lizard motorsports shirt on there. And I'm like, like, "No way!" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm no way!" Now. Right? You saying? I've, I've known this guy since we were like little little kids. Yeah, like six six years old. Yeah. yeah. What are you now? Forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty close. So Swim I'm watching TV and. <laughs> Lo and behold, Pat shows up on Top Gear. <laughs> You're like, man, I've got to get this guy a podcast. Like, wow. <laughs> exactly. That He's was when the famous. started rolling for the podcast. It was, um, that was when, there was a little bit of buzz around Top Gear America when it first came out. Yeah. Like, people were talking about it and it was like, there was okay. a, I mean, there was a lot of promotion behind yeah, it Yeah, History Channel was really just hammering it. Like, every other ad was Top Gear America. Yeah, and they, History Channel had some of the biggest shows on at the time. Like, I think that was right when, um. Uh, Pawn Stars was on and like Storage Wars and like History Channel was top of it. Then all of a sudden Top Gear comes out and that episode I was on got like two and a half million viewers. Jesus. You know, like it, it got like a 1.0 rating or something crazy, which is pretty damn decent for a cable TV show. But uh, wow. I, I haven't gotten any money from it yet. That's unfortunate. I haven't been able to leverage my likeness just yet on that one. Sad. Yeah, maybe yeah. soon enough. Anyways. Of uh, <laughs> that little digression. So there's that. Um, Gosh, so um, so what's let's go back to racing for a second. Is okay. there is there any goal for you as far as like are you are you trying to make a career out of being a driver or do you want to just keep doing it for fun or is there is there really more to it than that or less to it or just I'd I'd love to make a career out of it. I love racing. I love being around the track. I love the smell of fuel. Um, our entire squad, the all six drivers, we're all marshals. We're oh. all marshals. We all work at go kart tracks. So naturally, as a holiday, we all came to go-karting and on the thursday when we had enough of go-karting outside because it was hot we went indoors to sbr and went go-karting so <laughs> our mind's pretty much one way as, as far as it can go yeah the rest of us went karting last night also yeah you went to k1 he went in there's this there's this one, only this one longer straightaway at this k1 uh-huh. and yeah. he goes into this hairpin so a hairpin's a really tight like 180 degree like yes. full break corner mm-hmm. he goes into it from fifth and I'm bleeding, and I see this nose coming at me, and I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, and I just get to the corner before he comes in, and I look around behind me, and he's like backwards in the barrier <laughs> from like downtown, and then like six laps later, I see him just blown by me Who's down the straightaway. That's my old Scottish friend. Did he have oh. another nine horsepower car where you were guys? Yeah, the rest of us had probably what two hundred kilowatts, and he had about a million kilowatts. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he pulled that off at uh, at uh, SBR last year when we did the enduro. Oh right, yeah, him and, and Ed. Still, yeah, him and Ed did that. But we were going down the straight, and I was sitting there, and I was looking to my inside, and I was like, okay, so he's just he's just overtaken me twice in one lap. <laughs> so so there's, so there's that. Like, you just couldn't defend from me. It was just going. I was like, oh, okay. So he's, he's also lighter so he's, than he so he's looks. cheating. Bloody Scots. Yeah, right. He got he got the star. He did. He yeah, got right. the magic Mario star. Yeah. That's the one mm-hmm. thing that I will admit, as far as karting, that Sean's better than me at is Mario Kart. There we go. Like he kills me at Mario. It's retarded. The only person I'm fairly good. The one person who's better than me on because like, we did it on the Wii, didn't we? We did it on the yeah. Wii. Yeah, yeah. On the Wii, 
Love it. I yeah. can I can go through that. You should see me on the uh, not 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 the one you have, the one that preceded that. The regular Wii, not the yeah, Wii U. The regular Wii, yeah, the regular Wii, not Wii U, because the Wii U has got it's a slightly different Mario Kart. Yeah. Tell you, have you seen John John Kimbrell play yeah. Nintendo sixty four? Oh, I sat Old there school. going, that, hey, pretty good lap. Hey, I came second. Where's first? Oh, right behind me, just about to lap me. Good yeah, thing, good thing got to the finish then, didn't it? Yeah, John's. For those don't know. Nobody listening is probably going to know John. John's like a four-time, three-time national champion here in the U.S. He's one of those guys that picks up anything, and he's good at it instantly, and it's just so frustrating. Like Mario Kart, yeah, we did a Mario Kart tournament at our friend's house a couple months ago, and there's a video floating around somewhere of myself like commentating that. I'm, I'm an announcer at the kart track is what I do, but then I'm calling this Mario Kart race in kind of this weird, like half taking it seriously, half drunken Daryl Waltrip, like just yelling like these... <laughs> These horrible, like, redneck, like, sayings where I'm just yelling boogities at things, and I'm like, oh, he's going in that corner real hot. Like, just throwing that southern accent into it. And it was just, the people were just dying. Like, I need to find that video. We need to, like, splice it into one of these podcasts just in the middle for no reason. I might be able to facilitate that. Not even when we're, like, not right now where I'm explaining it. Just just completely at random. Like, episode, let's say episode 14. So that uh, everyone watching just tunes out and. No, they won't tune out on that. It'll go viral. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> It'll go viral. There's some weird stuff goes viral. My friend's thing's gone viral where his um his van has uh, gone a hundred thousand miles now. I saw that on Reddit. That was on the front that's page. That's my racing buddy. Speaking that's, of that's Reddit. Chris Danes. That's my racing buddy. That was his thing. He just did it with his brother. Or his no, yeah, that's his brother. Just did it. All he did was the thing turns to hundred thousand. He it turns around him. He goes with it with, with, the, with the, uh, the with the long thing <laughs> the little blower uh, uh, 13 seconds long done and we had about 50 60,000 in a day yeah last I saw it was on 400,000 views 400, I hope he monetized wow. that right he didn't he, <laughs> oh he just no like jokes. kicking yourself yeah I would make him a, probably a few thousand oh, dollars oh no right? actually he did say he was making money out of it I think oh, he might okay. have oh good alright cool so speaking of reddit did you hear uh, what happened today yeah how they got they fired the girl that does the ask me anything so now all the subreddits are going dark in protest mm-hmm I don't know if you're on Reddit or not, but uh, um, Reddit is basically just this this forum. Like, it's multiple, like, anything you want to talk about. It's referred Reddit to as the front page of the internet. It kind of is. Like, and there's news where you just, all the news, like, it's just users submitting stuff. You're, so nothing's filtered, nothing's censored. It's pretty much it's anything you want to find on the internet, you can find it on Reddit. Yeah. There's a subreddit for... And I'll start by stating I fucking hate Reddit. Like, I <laughs> fucking hate Reddit. It's the most just horrible... Stop using it. I don't hardly use it, but I use it for... There's a couple what they call subreddits where I go to because then it's it's you're finding a lot of like-minded people and they're all pulling in the same direction, but what they call the default ones where when you first go to Reddit, it's the ones that first pop up. So, like, videos and, like, pics and, like, funny. It's just the sewer of the internet. It's just people who are just so angry at life yeah. that they just take it out on everything. Well, that's pretty much the people who go on the internet and start crashing people and I'm sat there going, is this all you've got to do? Yeah, Twitter and the fact that become... I'm what reading it means I've got nothing to do as well. Right. <laughs> and I'm it's funny because if you ever put... encounter one of those people in real life, oh, yeah. nothing You don't, they, you, you don't like encounter that. them because the whole thing is that they just come up they just they're the ones that are quiet they're the ones that sort of go you're walking towards them on the street you go that way and say sorry and then they just sort of heads down going yeah. and then afterwards they'll go home and do this Facebook page going oh man that prick you mean <laughs> yeah I, I gave him a piece I, of I, my I mind knocked, yeah. I knocked him out man like, really showed that guy yeah it's uh, like drop him on that stack of deck sack of dimes you call a neck <laughs> another stone coldism don't kill me sweet reference Mr. Austin Mr. Austin's oh. gonna come down to he's be gonna, the crap he already me. knows I mean yeah, he's, he's probably on his way in his what does he call it 82 Bronco you know, with his uh, Hershey the Wonder Dog, he comes down here, 
he called it, my favorite thing about that podcast is he refers to everything as like a wrestling term so like he calls his studio he's like down here at 123 gimmick street in los oh angeles california it's los so angeles. so funny like that guy's got like, yo guys no matter what you think about wrestling that guy's got charisma for days like that, that podcast is just the funniest shit i've ever seen it's good or listened to um except for ours ours is pretty good too oh yeah no it's yeah i know it goes it goes growler garage whiskey babble stone cold absolutely podcast yep. mm-hmm. yeah definitely. you got, definitely. And you, got and you got me as a first guy i mean you couldn't you couldn't have gone for anything better yeah i don't think he's had any british people except yeah. for the, the couple dozen and as we um, all know in small doses we're okay <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i don't know why i agreed to go drinking with you tonight but i mean well, pat it's your you're last gonna regret night. it later i am it's your last night i'm taking you to a country bar where are you gonna do go? you know what a country bar is that's the ones with the mechanical bulls in, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm Which not one are you going to go to? I think we're going to go to the ranch. Okay. If you want to do one with a mechanical bull, that's like Saddle Ranch or whatever. Saddle right? Ranch at the block. I think I, I think is I that any good? That. Yeah. It's huge. Right. I think yeah. I'm going to Saddle Ranch. Uh, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, I mean, a place in London. It's a real dirty place. <laughs> it's a mechanical. <laughs> As a mechanical dildo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Well, this took a try and hold turn that I was not okay, expecting. And sorry for all the younger viewers out there, but it's, you know. Do you mean like a large one? Like something I've, you can I've, ride I've, on? Or? I've, no, no. It's, 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 it's meant to be like a mechanical bull, mechanical Okay, so it's thing, not but a mechanical dildo in the sense that they're using it for, for, for pleasure of the ladies. Per se, it's when they're writing. Why would like you go to it like that? Because a mechanical, about mechanical dildo is something that you can what search is, on uh, porn sites, and it will come up with something very different than what you're referring to. <laughs> well, obviously, you're the experienced one, but we'll go with that. Yeah, right. but no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yourself into that hole, the, the kinky place and all that, and yeah, apparently they have that. I haven't, I haven't seen. It. I haven't seen a picture of it. I've just been told by a couple of friends. You're, you're going to take me there next year when I go to visit. I ain't going nowhere near that. I'll kick you in the door and just stand outside happily whilst you go and mess around and do whatever it is that you got to do. I got to see that. I got to see this 14 foot long, eight foot around mechanical dildo. That sounds just the worst. Like the worst thing I can imagine. And plus being yeah. in the UK, so there's a bunch of limey bastards just sitting around like, oh yeah, look at that girl. She's riding that dildo. She is. <laughs> That wasn't Sean. That was me oh, talking. Around about oh the worst. So it was hard to tell. I, mean, I know it was hard to tell, wasn't it? Yeah. You, you, you've got to answer a question for me, and this has been oh. this has been weird for a few days. And yeah, you know, I know you're meant to be asking the questions, but I'm going to throw a bone back okay. at you. All right. The tables have turned. <laughs> Table's still right here. Since since Monday, since we started going to Vegas and drinking uh-huh. out, at uh-huh. least five people, six people maybe, have come up to me mm-hmm. and gone. So what? You're Australian. What in the actual Re- fuck? Really? Do I have a, Do I have a, an, an Australia? Do I sound Australian at all? No, no, not in the slightest. I, I didn't think that. So I thought one person, well, pretty drunk, probably hears something, and then we went. We got Uber, and then two girls who picked us up from Uber. I'm sorry, so, what? An Uber car with two girls in yeah, it? Yeah, it was you? awesome. That's, that doesn't happen. That's it never happens. Ask John in a minute. But yeah, they I picked will. up, and both of them thought I was Australian. I was. I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't changing weird. my voice, and I, I was a bit drunk. But even, even when I drink, I don't. You know, I, I keep it. I I don't get smashed. I just sort of drink and enjoy a good time with friends and that. But I mean, that's weird. Apparently, I mean, everyone thought I was Australian. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I guess I have more time spent around you and and Weddle and the other you know UK British. Mate, folks, even I can't that. understand Weddle. For anyone that's doesn't know fair. Weddle, he's Scottish. It's hard. pure Scots. I'm starting to learn now. <laughs> I'm half Scottish. I can't understand him. My mom's Scottish. I can you understand her. I can't understand Weddle. If a girl asks if you're Australian, you should roll with it though, because it's not the UK has a bad reputation. It's that Australia has a reputation for like. Every girl that you ask has a like Australian guy fetish in the US. That's yeah, a very normal it's thing. It's like a real thing. So if a girl says you Australian, go, Oh yeah, mate. Just throw some shrimp on the Barbie. You realize that was exactly the same accent you tried to do as my English one. Hey, so point proof. <laughs> so that's the point made. No, roll with it. I'm serious. Like 
there's like any ask any girl any girl you can say like do you have a fetish for australian guys and they might be like hey, no but it's, it's yes the answer is yes like that's completely what you want to do uh they're you know that's what we we have people coming in probably want to go in the house okay. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute Tell you what, she probably heard Australian accent. She heard Australian accent. She actually, did. that's what it was. We should have brought her in actually to ask her that. Lauren, oh. shit, she's gone. No, she's gone. Blew your chance. Damn, I blew that. That was. Uh, these aren't live, but we film them live. We don't do any editing, and um, I'll have to get better at. That, I was really hoping to be editing. Well, there's, there's, <laughs> just, there's a small amount of editing. Small. There's a small amount of what? Editing. Well, yeah, but very like, small. Very small. Probably very small. this section right here. Will be edited when you're yeah, talking about Yeah, it's going to just be getting of rid of the, the silence. The car. Ah, uh, man, I should have. I should have asked her that. We'll ask her in a minute. Well, now that fair, we've we'll completely add. just killed the conversation. No, we didn't. It's still good. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna add it to the comments on YouTube, which is where you want to subscribe to us. Uh, you know, for Growler Garage as well as Whiskey Babble. I can't I can't talk about them enough because Whiskey Babble is badass, but Growler Garage is just a tiniest bit better. At least mm. that's what I think. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what this we'll, that'll be up say. to the subscribers. But uh, yeah, so we're on we're on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna be on iTunes uh, pretty shortly. We expect. Uh, where yep. else are we gonna be, Matt? Uh, we'll be on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, which yeah. is another streaming service if for you've the got audio. An Android, that's the place to go for the audio version. That's and what I use. iTunes, or that's and uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, and then we've yeah. also got our website. You know, Growler Garage. Um, where you can get uh, merchandise. Growlgarage.net. Sorry, I didn't finish that, did no, I? No, you didn't. No, uh, growlgarage.net is where you can get... I think uh, we'll be having enough of that in my <laughs> Where you can get <laughs> pint glasses, just like this lovely one here. Uh, got the Growler Garage logo on it. We're going to have other stuff, too, that's going to be actually stuff you'd, you know, wear that you're not necessarily promoting the podcast. It's just like these cool just car shirts or beer shirts. Like we've got Am I going to be there. giving a Growler Garage shirt? Yeah, we could get... Oh, we could probably Growler get you Garage, one. as I'll we call what, it. Yeah, I'll yeah see look at the one he's wearing right now. No, I got a shirt. It. I've actually got a shirt oh, for yeah. you. I don't know. I got a shirt for you that's one of our styled shirts. Um, where I don't know if you've seen these. What have you done to it? <laughs> Work with me here. <laughs> what have you done to it? It's uh, going to have no. I love, it's, 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 I it's, love it's, that that was the first question. Is, it's because I know him, and there's going to be nothing here. It's just going to be open. <laughs> what? Uh, that's He's actually a really good idea. But um, we've done. I don't know if you've seen the shirts where it's like. Um, they do them with like what are the they do it with like bands right where they have the band numbers it'll be like George and Paul and John and Ringo you've seen those where it's like yeah. we did one where it just says burnouts and burnouts and burnouts and burnouts it's like a car burnout so it's kind of a play on that making fun of that a little bit we're gonna give, I'm gonna give you that one whether you like it or not that's what you're bringing home with you and you're more getting happy more than happy and you're getting the early prototype too so the printing uh, quality on it is terrible so I'm literally gonna <laughs> walk around like a distorted TV program. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. yes. Exactly. But mm -hmm. less dildos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, but thank, thank you for the less dildos and not the more dildos. <laughs> yes, 100% less dildos. I, I will go find that place and just chuck your shirt onto it and then make you use that as your new logo. Michael Viral. <laughs> That's all we care about here at Growler Garage is going viral. But we're going to give you that. But the cool thing is, is that that was, like I said, an early prototype. But we've, uh, we've got them pretty well perfected now. There's other stuff going up on there soon. Um, so keep an eye on that. It's all there on growlergarage.net underneath... Uh, Underneath um, merchandise over there on the left, um, there's freaking license plate frames. I mean, we're sellouts, like from the beginning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From the beginning. 100% like, no sellouts. Even, like, we're not even pretending to be cool. We're not pretending to be anything other than totally in this for the money. Absolutely. Like, that's, yes. I mean, we're trying to make a living at this so that we don't have to get so, a real job. So, I'm getting paid. I will, <laughs> I'm giving you a t-shirt. You're getting paid in beer. Which can be sold for how much? 
Um, well, we sell. I'm going to wait till you guys go viral, then go, I'm going to sell the T-shirt. Yeah, because yours is an early because prototype. Yours is, yours I've is got like the original. Mark 1. The yeah, nice thing is, is that one. if you help us make that, this that go viral. That stuff's going to go for 50000 Exactly. Yeah. Craigslist, beware. Mm-hmm. If, you, is, if you help us make this go viral, then the next time we have you on, we will pay you. <laughs> hey. Might not be a lot. But hey, pay me for this session bit. as well. So you can get... I'm going to get you a beer later. A? One? Yeah. By the way, whiskey. Maybe a couple. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Is it too late to get Whiskey Babble in here for him? <laughs> uh, I, could, I could call Jake. I don't, I don't know if he'll show up. <laughs> He's going to be like, man, I don't give uh, a shit about the British guy. Uh, can't do that. It's so, so hot here. The nice thing is that the burnout shirts start at the low, low price of just sixteen ninety nine. That's a pretty, pretty cheap shirt. That's a pretty cheap shirt. It is. And it, the quality shows it. I mean, that's the nice thing is that the what? <laughs> so, if, so if anyone's You're out doing there a looking hell for a nice t-shirt, I'm going to sell mine for $10. If you want something a little bit nicer, you can bump it up to the premium t-shirt, which is seventeen ninety nine. Again, I'll sell it for $10. Just, just call me first, all right? So I can make some there money. There it is. We have these models on our website that wear our shirts. I don't know where we got them because I've never seen them before in my life. Are you talking about the shirts or models? The models. I've seen the shirts. I own the shirts. Like, where did we find these people? Where did, where did we find them? That's not what I thought when you said Weddles. No. What, you think I said Weddles? No. Oh, oh God, no. I don't, they're wearing our shirts. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> and I don't know how it happened. But hey, so anyways, back, back to the subject at hand. Um, if you want to be on the show, the cool thing is on the website, there's actually a form you can fill out. Um, and if you're interesting enough, we'll get you on it. But you got to know a thing or two. Sean knows a thing or two. It's about it. Literally be, it. Literally a thing or two. If you knew three things, you're a shoo-in to be on the show. I, I only know one thing, so I will never be a guest on the show. Yeah, and that's why we... Pr- your only thing you know if is producing. If you know three things, then, then you're a bit too high for this show, so make sure you dumb no, yourself no, no, down three is ideal. two and then you're perfect to meet Pat. <laughs> three is ideal. Three for Dale is the motto on this show. That's right. Dale uh, three ever. God bless Dale, America. That's right. And don't you forget, it's 4th of July tomorrow. By the time you guys see it, it'll, it'll, it'll be past that a little bit yeah, number three on the track number one like in our hearts july it's not gonna be the most it's not going to do that but we're gonna get some fourth of july footage i hope of uh, my friends we're having a party here at the growler garage studios which is gonna be just something um there's already Come on down on sunday 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 it's saturday it's <laughs> saturday saturday saturday, saturday. yeah sunday doesn't roll off that was the guy you the first guy we're going back to karting for a yeah. second the first you had what? Well, you've been in an announcer twice, and I've driven. We had Tony Stevens, and then the guy in the first year. Do you remember him? Yeah, he was everything I wanted in an American announcer. He was <laughs> absolutely one hundred percent perfect. He would come in each day and go. Sunday, 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 Sport Card Grand Nationals. Get ready and get to your cards. He sounds like a strip club announcer. He's like, he's like, cinnamon to the dance floor. It would be like totally something he would say. And he always has these catchphrases. Patrick Britton, get to your cards. That's right. He has these catchphrases <laughs> where he's like, underneath the smokestacks of Fontucky. And you're like, what in the... Every time, every time they go through the back corner, he's like, underneath the smokestacks. So there's like a factory behind us. And we're in Fontana. And he thinks it's funny to call it Fontucky. Which was funny, what, 15 years ago? Didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you wouldn't get the reference, I, I guess, there. But And then he'll, like, every time the driver's meeting ends, he'll be like, um, so that's the slowest these drivers will be going all day. Oh, yeah. Every time. And I, I love you. He's, I'm not going to name your name, but I, like, actually, I like that guy a lot. But I like the guy a lot. He's um, not right for the Grand Nationals, I don't think. I, don't, I guess I'll just say that. He's not going to be happy. He didn't comment on the racing. 
at no. all. He doesn't know who anybody is. He literally went, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That corner is carousel. I had beans for breakfast. <laughs> what? He just went on random <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like anything that came into his head, but he stuck to that voice. The sky is blue. I'm very tired. When did I go to bed? Hmm. What am I going to have for dinner? Hold on. I'm going to call the missus. He announces everything from sport karting to like rodeos to dirt track racing to, to I mean, God bless him. He does everything and it's he's equally as good at all of it. <laughs> like jet boats and all of it you name it this man does it and god bless him for doing it he's watched one of those just normal carny announcers that you'd imagine he's like sunday 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 come see them nitro burning funny cars you can buy the whole seat but you only need the edge that's him <laughs> didn't understand half of that love it absolutely love it <laughs> go back and listen see i could do it too i just choose not to i choose to have insightful analysis something that it's funny people i don't know if you've had a chance to go back and listen to it at all yet i don't think i had anything really evil to say about you but um, thank you you're welcome I, mean, I, I did throw out cheeky Nando's a couple times but. oh mate that just threw I, I'm, Logan Galvin's gonna be coming down yeah. and Logan if you're watching this we're going for a cheeky Nando's <laughs> he's gonna be there in a couple of weeks but uh, he was the national champ yeah, this year he's, so. he, yeah, he's staying down at my house for that but to finish the thought is I, my announcing style is I don't give a crap if I think you're doing something wrong I'll say it like if I think that you're making bad where strategy be, decisions yeah I don't care if people come to me and say that wasn't cool you were making fun of me I'm like I ain't making fun of you I'm telling. I'm saying to everybody that's listening that you making that move at that time was stupid, and I'm sort of qualified to say that. I've done okay at sport karting. I'm not as good as some other people, so that's why you don't hear me really critique John Kimbrell very much. Because if I ever did, he would inevitably pull it off, and I go, "That make me look like an asshole." And I've learned to not critique certain people, but hey, most I'd of the time, to just you know, go along with whatever John says. When we we're in Vegas, hadn't done hadn't done gambling before, really. It was my first time. Sat down at a blackjack table. Immediately lost. I put, I think, I put down, I think, I think, I think Isn't I that the greatest? Or something, immediately lost. John sat down next to me, put on my lucky jacket, half an hour, 10 to 150. And I'm not endorsing gambling. Don't do it. Because I then <laughs> blew all my profit pretty quickly afterwards when I got brave. So I drew, drew level, so I was okay. But uh, yeah, that man just can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll kind of finish it the way we started. Is that John Kimbrell is a, is a god amongst men. Does everything right, and it just, I hate him. But just to be fair, worst. I beat him at pool and he can't hold his alcohol as well as me. So there you there go. You and go. I, <laughs> I've beaten him six times in a go-kart at Cal Speed. What's that, 20 years? Over the past. I've known. I've been racing against John since what was a Dromo one day is what we call it. That was our indoor kart track we used to go to before they went out of business. Um, I missed he, my place. Yeah, we all do. The place was um, awesome. So he was about 14 when I met him. I was about 16. Uh, and. Oh. Yeah, and I mean, back then we were a little bit more even. Then we started going outdoors, and it was kind of like he was ratcheting up a little bit. He's getting a little bit better than me each time. And I, I would come back, and I, I was always the dude that kept him honest. Usually, he was always the dude that set the pace, who set the bar. Yeah, and then he trained up Logan and Aaron, and then they lost two championships. Yeah, Aaron's always been that good. But another driver we're talking about is he's been—he's a former national champion, stepbrother of John. Yeah, he's a stepbrother, and he's just like all over the place. He'll, if he—if he shows up, you can't beat him. And it's so funny in racing so how that second happens. Second grounds, he messed up, didn't he? Yeah. He was he finished Some, second, first, fourth, and then 31st? Yeah, he finished like 23rd yeah. in the year. But like, he'll show up, and if his mindset's on it, he's unbeatable. And it's like, it's just the craziest thing. But I mean, I've been racing against John forever, right? And it's just like, I've for, for the longest time, it was like, John was number two, or number one, I was number two. And it was like, I was keeping him honest, and Logan got a little better, and he's become kind of the number two, and I've stepped Miles away from well. it now. Miles and myself have always been kind of those guys that try harder probably than anybody um and i can't speak for miles because miles has a lot of talent i have zero talent in my body and people don't understand people don't believe me when i say that but i i seriously have no talent in a race car 
it's all just studying and hard, and just I want it more than most people do. Well, that's it, and that's what I was saying about racing. How easy it is to get addicted to what we do is that you go into it, and yeah, it's tough at the start. Yeah, I finished at the back a few times when I first started racing. Sometimes, <laughs> um, but when you get into it and you start going right, what's he doing? And you spend your time instead of talking. Instead of talking, when I did the first round of the BRKC. Um, at the track to the other guys I'd go to different corners and I'd watch the best I'd watch Bootens I'd watch Gruton how they did it I'd watch their pedals through each corner I'd watch that stuff and eventually I started picking up the tricks mm-hmm. and predominantly it's the same stuff for every track when you're in the same carts right so you, we, you learn how to do one track and you can pretty much transfer the skills and then just fine tune each corner and then it just becomes more I had, I was, at the beginning it was sort of stressful because I was like trying to get it get it get it and then it became fun and I enjoyed watching people how they did it. And when they flicked it out and got that extra half a tenth, half a tenth of a second, what's that? Bam, bam. Yeah, but it that, makes a difference. I looked, at that, I looked at that and go, whoa, that was good. I can now see where exactly where they gain half a tenth, a thousandth of a second, whatever you want. I can see where they gain that. I wish I and it just that. becomes fun. And that's what we all do. That's what myself and Pat do. That's what John does. That's what Logan does. It's, we just love it. It's great. I mean, that sums up racing. I mean, it really does. I mean, there's. I've always been the kind of person that I am. Um, a lot of people will talk bad about one form of racing or another. They're like, oh, I'm a Formula One fan. NASCAR sucks. Or I'm a NASCAR fan. Formula One's a bunch of stuck-up wieners. I like racing. I've always said that. I'm, I, Racing's I, racing. I like racing. I don't care if it's on the uh, jet ski. Drag racing I love. I grew up around drag racing, uh, which people so underestimate what it's... I mean, you're driving a car with 6,000 horsepower that gets to 300 miles an hour in four seconds. And they say, like, oh, you're driving a straight line. Fuck you. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, like, even, even NASCAR, their whole was it, <laughs> South Park took, took the yeah, no, oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, to turn left. Well, actually, if you watch it, the amount of fight they have behind it, yeah. the amount of G's that are going through, and the fact that I, I've done the iRacing racing apparently is very similar. I did it with Mike yeah. Smith's house, and I was going over, and I'm thinking, great, all I've got to do is turn left every now and then. Most of it's going straight, just slipstream pass, slipstream pass, turn left. No, right. no, 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 no. I lost it, I lost <laughs> it quite a few times, and I pretty much know what i'm doing when it comes to racing but i lost it and it was way way different i mean i did it at your yeah. house as well the first year yeah it was a bit better but i was just watching you do it and then i was watching me do it and then weddle weddle managed to get the grips of it he's all right but yeah. i didn't i didn't know what i was doing i was <laughs> sat there going what is this 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 is not realistic please tell me this isn't realistic right. otherwise i've been taking the mick out of nascar <laughs> for years for no reason and i've just gone and bottled it i mean and that's the fact right is it's no matter what racing you're doing it it's it's who you're racing against Anybody can get any car around a track at some sort of freight, you know? But it's like, it's all about who you're racing against. So what we race in the sport cars, it's we're racing against 100 to 120 drivers. Every time you get on the track, there's 119 other people that aren't necessarily on track with you, but are entered directly against you in that event. And that's the difference, you know, is that's, that's what makes it so hard. That's what makes it so satisfying. And that's what racing's about. But it's not just that. It's yeah. that when you get to the track, you get, you know, you get football hooligans. I mean, the Manchester Derby back in England, Football hooligans, everyone, mm-hmm. like football hooligans all around. You get the same with any, pretty much any sport. When you get to racing, yeah, the fans are. But when you get to the sport karting, you come in, you have a second family. Mm-hmm. I have two families. I have my family and my racing family, and I love them both. Mm-hmm. And my racing family, they're, I mean, my Facebook, most pretty much all my friends, racing. There's a few yeah. that aren't, yeah, I love, them, I love them as well. But the biggest collection I have is that racing family. I know about 500 racers, they all know me, we get along great, I race, we've raced all of them at some point or other, and that's just, that's just it, you know. Yeah, I mean, that nails it, that's what it is, that's what racing's about, if you ever... So take it up. W- yeah, if you ever want to experience something like that, 
go and that know, goes go for the women drivers as well just a side point I remember what I was saying is that we wanted to bring out a good girls team but unfortunately one girl could come out but we didn't know her too much she didn't feel quite yeah. right about it and the other girl uh, had to pull out so they both pulled out so hopefully we're getting a three girls out next year come out here and match me match me corner for corner lap for yeah. lap that's all I mean there are some incredible incredible yeah. female races anybody can do it there was a girl uh, won for the first time this year a girl won one of the heat races at the, the grand yeah she's so, uh, really come on and she's 16 years old i mean there's no age as long as you're big enough to drive the thing and yeah on the upper end of it you don't want to be more than really 200 pounds you know because that's what the weight is at but anybody if you're under 200 pounds really 210 you can still get it done pretty much john's 210 yeah john three-time national champion four-time super series champion which is the local track championship if you're under 200 pounds or thereabouts Come try karting. You know, it doesn't matter where you live. Whether if you're in Southern California, come find a track. If you're in friggin' Sweden, go find a track. If you're in Russia, um, there might be some weird track with vodka that you can trade them. Uh, square wheels and stuff. Yeah, square wheels. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, whatever you got. I mean, it's it's who you're racing against. Just keep looking at different tracks until you find that group. That's what matters is the group you're racing with. It's not what you're driving. It's not how fast you're going. It's the people you're racing with that you just fight bitterly on track just everything you can do within reason you know being fair mm. but then afterwards you go have a beer with these guys and you go hey that guy beat me fair and square i'm gonna get him a beer because more, that was more awesome. often than not it's <laughs> beat you by a tenth of a second and right just lost and that will be the story until the next one so you're fastest by a tenth of a second until the next time they're racing it just flicks over and it's the banter is level high there's 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 none of this or drama and stuff that happens not on tracks. it's all just racing everyone is there to race they want to race and that's it yeah there is nothing else that's, every time i hit the track that's the perfect way to close it there's yeah. nothing else racing's it I racing like is it. it so i want to you know again thank everybody for listening in uh first ever episode of growler garage um i want to thank sean for joining us a lot of fun uh he's gonna be headed back to the uk tomorrow so hopefully we'll get him gone again next year maybe once a year we'll get him on this thing um, definitely want to talk about the beer we're drinking in case you guys are wondering what we've been drinking this whole episode. That is bootleggers bootleggers brewery out here in Fullerton. Um, we were Can drinking you, their uh, Belgium slide it back a little bit. You can't see the oh, I'll slide it back a little bit. If you want, <laughs> you tell me where to slide it. I'll slide it right on. Well, we were going so well until you came up. With it that. was professional until that <laughs> happened. Professional right up until there, ignoring the whole um, conversation. Belgian blonde is the, is the style of bootleggers. We're drinking. We don't have any sponsors. I want to throw that out there. Nobody's sponsoring us. This is just a beer. We like They're like two blocks from my house. So, I, I can literally ride my bicycle there and put it in the, the front basket. And yeah, I have a front basket on my bike and it's cooler. So be jealous. Uh, if you're really nice to me, I might let you ride it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it has on a hookah horn too. That's such a creepy way to also say that. Let you ride my bicycle. Okay. They don't call candy candy in the UK. They call it sweets. Really? Yeah, like of course. Like, do you want some like, candy? They're like, what? Is that all like chips or crisps and right, mother- and fries or Matt, chips? What, uh, what, uh, what does candy taste like? Is it, is it sweet? Is it sweet? <laughs> Yeah, or it's sweets. Mo- yes, mm-hmm. I don't just call sweets. peanut butter creamies. That's not what I call peanut yeah, butter. I'm fucking glad for that as well. <laughs> yeah, so am I. Just <laughs> fucking weird. You could have chosen any other better example than that. That was terrible. <laughs> to be fair, they don't. They call chips crisps, which is also along the same lines of sweets. I mean, if you think about it, they're consistent in that mm, regard. Yeah. I don't call milk uh, like uh, like smoothies. Well, I guess you kind of do. It's different though. But that's like a smoothie. Do you have smoothies in the UK? Yeah, we yeah, we have smoothies. They're, predominantly i mean wait are you do you talk about smoothies and sort yeah, of like, milkshakes like yeah 
Right, yeah, we, we call milkshakes. Smoothies, we have the sort of uh, blenders and the fruits and all that stuff. When you yeah, mix okay. Up, that's, that's our smoothies. We're on the same page with smoothies and milkshakes. Good. <laughs> well, okay. So it's just so, you being weird. So that's, I'm, glad, um, I'm glad we... Uh, we uh, that had to be cleared up at some point. Cleared that up. Yeah, yeah. no, we'll have, the next time really we're going to have a whole episode about... I know that's a burning question in a lot of uh, Americans' minds. Next year when he's back, we're going to have a whole episode ne- of... What do you call this? <laughs> next year, we're going to have a whole thing just labeling the differences between England and America. Oh, God. That's my most favorite. And we're going to hold a scoreboard up here and take a vote and see who wins. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll have three people there and they can all side. Oh, none like none of them score. American or English. Where else are we gonna? What else do we got? I don't know. We got Mexicans. I know. I know Mexicans. Mexicans. We got yeah. we got Weddle. Cameron thinks he's along. Canadian. Cameron thinks he's Canadian. We're and, all right. Uh, and we got Derek Escobar. Oh yeah, let's go. We got we got a Mexican there. We go. There. there we go. The the Mexican, the Canadian, and the Scottish are all going to vote to see which of our countries is weirder. And generally, I want to find that my country's weirder. That'd be more awesome. Yeah, I think we don't have <laughs> any mechanical that's... dildos unless it's being used for porno. So that's, uh, so that's yeah. one to us already. The way for God next year. intended We're... dildos to be used. So, uh, so, so Britain's going to hold the lead for, for for a year, are we? All right. Well, yeah. I think I think I'll, I'll give that. it to you off that mechanical dildo. I mean, I'll. Well, we're empty, but I'll still cheers to that. You know? <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for joining in on uh, the first ever episode of Growler Garage. Uh, we've got a lot of really awesome guests joining us in the next few weeks. I can't wait to tell you guys about them. Um, but like I said, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, hit the subscribe on iTunes. You know, Just make sure that it really helps us out a lot. If, even if you just like turn on the video and just walk away, uh, that's cool. If you like me, if you like Sean, if you like Matt, just, just mute turn. his voice and listen to mine. Okay. Yeah, his sweet, <laughs> slithery sounds of Sean B., Man, you've really weird everything out, don't you? That's what I do. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us, everybody. That's episode one of Growler Garage. We'll be back with you in a week for episode two. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.